You're listening to the Blender Institute podcast, brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Is your local cream becoming stale and soggy? Turn your eye holes towards the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. And here are your Blender heads. Thank you, Yalti, for your introduction. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the Blender Institute podcast number six. Already? Yes, six. Yeah, right? number yes, six. six, six. Um, so this time we are a few less in the institute, but still, uh, here is Andy. Hello. Bjorn. Hey. Sarah. Hello. And myself, Pablo. This week we are going to cover a little bit of what's going on at the institute, even though it's holidays. Um, we are still working on uh, the Blender Cloud mainly. Um, Caminandes is also going strong with... So strong, not extreme, not really strong. strong Half of the team is missing here. Um, well, you know, re relaxation is a big part of the process. Yeah, so it's <laughs> super strong. Next week we're going to we are we're going to start again on Monday, right? Yes, everyone's Monday. back. Um, yeah, I think so. so we're going to have a, a kickoff at 10 a.m. like we used to um, on Monday to talk about what's going on. Awesome. I hope they don't get uh, like a. Um, worried that I didn't do much on the movie. I even editing the, bringing the edit from the trailer into the main edit of the movie. The the trailer got a few changes in timing that need to be ported over, and the sequencer doesn't have copy paste, so copy pasting um, is by hand. So I've been working on a little add-on to improve some of the features in the sequencer, especially for channels. I've been sharing it on Twitter. Um, also, been uh, uploading some Sintel tutorials that are great. Um, they, yes, Intel is ten, five years old, so it looks like old. Six years actually, already. It's 2016. Yeah, six years ago. Six years ago, but Colin did a series of 12 Blender tips that are priceless. There's so many features that are still there. So I've been uploading all of them right now on, on the cloud itself. There are nine or 10 that are live. Some others are encoding, so go check them out. But they're, they're great. Like I learned a bunch of new things like, uh, I don't know, shift click on the image path to open the image in the image editor of your... Of your oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I'll click on it on the open icon and it will open a file browser with that folder. Amazing. It's amazing. Control click on a marker. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and also, I think a lot of these features were Colin's ideas that he got put in for Sintel. So. Yeah, it's insane the amount yeah. of development that went to Blender. Well, Blender Sintel was, in general was, yeah. was probably the biggest one for development, I reckon. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably saying a lot, but. Well, 2.5 was naked basically before yeah. Sintel. So exactly. uh, every little feature has to be added again. Yeah. But um, together with those features, many little uh, improvements were done, yeah. um, like the bind camera to markers. Uh, things was added during Sintel, I totally forgot. And that's thanks to, to Colin and Campbell that yeah. worked together. And we use those still to this date. Yeah, it's, it's funny because in the video he says that, okay, the implementation might change when you see this tutorial. Yeah. And no, it didn't change at all. It's still <laughs> the same. So, and he said, it's okay, it's a bit confusing, but uh, believe me, it's a cool feature. Yeah. Um, but it's so much fun. So that's been up in the cloud. The cloud itself had a few problems. Not the cloud itself, but the CDN and the server that delivers the files all over the world so they don't 
go out from Amsterdam, but they actually come from servers, individual servers in every country, has been having some problems and we've been trying to fix it for the last few days. And yesterday seems we found the problem and solved it. But if you have problems downloading files or you get like a, a file gone problem, um, just let us know on Twitter or better to cloud, cloud support at blender.org. So that's it. But also, Sarah, you've been working on stuff for the cloud. Yes, um, I've been uh, retaking uh, Terra, so an old uh, character from Cosmos Landromat that uh, didn't make it uh, to the pilot. Yeah. But uh, uh, that was supposed to, to be on, on the, the five minutes that we didn't do. But yet, uh, like this character was uh, ready, almost finished, like uh, rig finished, model finished, shading almost there and uh, but it was not uh, not everything was together like the shading was one on one file and the rig on another one and stuff like that so basically i'm taking all that putting it in one file so spending some some time uh, you know transferring particles uvs stuff like all mm, the boring wow. stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's the worst yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and no and and just uh, finalizing what was not finished and uh, and uh, in order to put it on the cloud in the coming soon uh, library characters character library so that's what that's been uh, the, these three days I've been working on Terra and it's been it's been nice because uh, I mean uh, design I designed the character for Cosmos and I, I had kind of a of it's a, a close relationship. It's a close relationship <laughs> with her. I was like, oh, and you didn't make it to the film. Yeah. No. <laughs> and she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great character. And uh, and this might be the first time that such a, well, at least such a complete character was released that hasn't been animated or put in a film yet. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes. So you've actually got this complete character that hasn't existed yet in a movie. Yeah. yeah. So anyone who wants to pick it up could be the yeah, first one and, to make uh, a movie with this character. And, you could and be the we first have... one to animate Terra. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And and yeah, we in addition to that, we have Frank the Caterpillar. So in uh, theory, people could make the second episode. episode. Two. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And Interesting. even hmm. there might be. Yeah, I guess there are, there are videos where we show the entire second part storyboarder, right? Because it's it's I all there, it's, like yeah. when yes. you're coming out of the cocoon, and then it's true. Should be, should be in weekly somewhere, but we definitely should collect those. Yeah, in yeah. the early weeklies. Uh, so if you go to Cosmos Laundromat or or Gooseberry Project, you will see that there's the weeklies and the very early ones, maybe by material, yeah. yeah. Well, the, December, the first January. couple of ones, yeah, they should have the edit with the second part in it. Yeah, so go get them. Well, not that is not ready yet, but uh, next week. Yeah, it will be definitely cool. So the yeah, the beginning of the so next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to start a year, right? Making totally. <laughs> yeah. And we have yeah extra here. stuff on the cloud. Yeah, I've been uh, working on the flexi rig, which was part of the glass half project. So um, that's taken a while because it's actually rather complicated to do, but it'll be cool. Um, and that will also be next week as well when that's ready. It's just about ready, but I just have a few things 
to tweak before I release it. So um, um, just to explain a, a bit, so basically uh, you you are doing uh, like the concept of the flexi rig is is to give um, the the cloud a character. Well, rather than just giving a single character, giving the ability to make a bunch of characters in the style of the movie. So you already have the main characters there as the assets, but this will enable you to generate your own and, uh, and, and then make your own cartoons in that style. So, yeah, it's like more versatile, I think. That was the idea. The same style, it. right? Like yeah, the yeah. Eyes and the eyes. It's mm. kind of like the one from CG Cookie, but this one's a little, I think, better because the method I'm using this time is um, it's a, a method where you bake the character rather than having the, the flexi rig always editable. You actually bake it, and that means that then you can customize it. So it's going to be much more customizable than that, the other flexi rig from CG Cookie that I worked on with Nathan. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that's a big plus for people because then they can add their own clothes and, and yeah. it comes out as a standard rigify rig with the glass half facial stuff. Oh, so the body, if you already have an animation with the, with rigify, yeah, you could apply it to this standard biped from wow. rigify. So anyone, it means also people will be familiar with the rig yeah. as well and all your actions should be translatable and yeah. So if you're, if you know anything about rigify rigs, there's no trickery. Once you bake it, it's just a standard character that you can then go and tweak. So that's yeah. pretty cool. And it renders nice. in the viewport, so it's even yeah. yeah. Really oh yeah. Um, well, Andy? same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got all the shaders from Glass Half. So okay, awesome. Yeah, nice. And I mean, it's uh, there's uh, nothing that stops people from making their own cycles uh, shaders and then just that's right uh, slapping it into cycles. Yeah. So. Yeah. Having said that, uh, the rig is uh, really geared towards OpenGL. So mm -hmm. some of the mouth rig stuff, well, I'm trying to improve it, yeah. but um, it won't always render that nicely mm -hmm. in a full lighting environment. Like it, it is oh, really, right, yeah. it works best when it's flat shaded. Yeah. So Nice. And yeah, it's also yeah. fast, right? Like 24 FPS? Yeah, yeah, super fast, yeah. So, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it comes at, like you have all the, there's, well, if you've seen played with any of the glass half rigs already, it'll just be pretty much the same, exactly the same style of rig. So nice and fast in the viewport, ready to go. You can just think of an idea, make a character, and do your movie. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's also <laughs> goes to the library, the characters library, right? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. That's up to you guys. <laughs> uh, where we put it, and it can be anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah because um, there's also Min and Max, right? From yeah. Glass Half, they're all going yeah. to be on there. And Steve. And, and Steve, Steve. The star of the show. Yeah. Yes. And the duck. <laughs> and the Anonymous duck. duck is there. The duck is there. Right? Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And then, well, the Caterpillar from Caterpillar is there. And Frank is there. And Victor, Victor, no, not Victor. Yet. Victor. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put Victor yeah. yet. I have put uh, the dragonfly. Ah, nice. Uh, yeah, it's another character that it's been completely done, pretty much, hmm. and never used. Well, we used no, it. No, it was used. 
the dragonflies were on the shots of the jungle. They were yeah. really tiny in the background. Uh, okay. all over. Hey, I, I no, animated them. Yeah, not so oh, tiny. No, we can I, I spent hours on that. <laughs> okay, they they have a large starring. It's my role. life's work. <laughs> <laughs> my real <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> portfolio. Yeah, yeah. Well, they go really fast, but uh, yeah. yeah. It's a good thing we didn't use uh, motion blur for that. Yeah, true. Of course, of course. That's only because we wanted to show the animation. Oh yeah, of pretty clear. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> you can pause and see the driver play. <laughs> yeah, many actually, many of them. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it for the um, for the cloud itself. Yes. I think we're done with the cloud already. I I don't have I didn't do anything because I was lazy and on holidays. But I think I remembered one thing that I did last uh, just before I left and. I had some well, last weekly you were here last podcast yeah. you were here so. yeah did I mention that I uh, that uh, 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 Bastien almost solved the particle bug we didn't oh, right we didn't mention we didn't. that okay yeah, yeah. so I, uh, I what submit. was the bug the bug was basically that uh, you try to paint particles and anything you'll do in subsurf just makes the particle system go completely crazy and um uh, I tracked down the, the Blender version that it happened in first. It seems to have happened during uh, 2.71 and 2.72. And apparently it has something to do with the, uh, the new subsurf uh, code that oh. was introduced. So something changed in the subsurf code drastically and uh, that made just particles go crazy. And especially in uh, conjunction with n-gons and vertex groups. So uh, he submitted a patch. I'm not sure if it's in master yet. But I tested it um, last week, and it worked beautifully. So uh, oh. now I can do tutorials and stuff, and I can uh, work on characters again with hair. Yes, that's, that's so much cool. fun. Yeah, yeah. Don we has been pushing us to make uh, tutorials on how to make hair, right? How to yeah. how to groom yeah. a character. But the this system bug is <laughs> so broken that uh, yeah, we we didn't even attempt to you know do one thing. And last week. Uh, I sat down and I tried to make a tutorial on uh, Otti. Um, Otti. 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 Oh, we miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and I tried to reproduce the, the stuff that is in the film right now, and it's impossible to, to do that. So oh. um, that made me track down the bug, and uh, uh, Bastien Mont, uh, he fixed it. Single-handed. Single <laughs> no, no, it was really, really complicated, apparently. Yeah. But uh, he was awesome, and he fixed it. And uh, now so cool. we can have hair again. Yay! Nice. Thank you, Bastian. So cool. Yeah, uh, he's been doing a lot of optimization. I've been reading the catching up with the release uh, yeah. uh, logs, not release logs, but the everyday logs commits. And he's been doing a lot of optimizations, like in the orders of twenty, thirty percent to like hundred percent. 300% in just little parts, especially in modifiers. Uh, even I read a 5% uh, speed up in the smoke. Same. Wow. Five full. 5%. That's like. Yes. That's a lot of percent. That's a lot of percents there. <laughs> yeah, like five. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's it, I think, for the for the cloud and the Blender stuff. Now we can move to the. Now it's questions. the time for the questions. Question, question, question. question. <laughs> I know that's a spoiler. <laughs> we, need, we, need, <laughs> <lol>. <laughs> we need a jiggle for the question. Ask Healthy to do something. Okay, Healthy, that. come up with something or people submit your stuff. Ask <laughs> BTC by. Okay, so first question by Joey Eschner. 
Quick cloud-related question. I've noticed that the stats page is no longer available. Will it come back? Overall, I really like what's going on here and what a busy place the Blender Institute has become thanks to the cloud. Looking forward to watching the second half of Caminandes. Yeah, so the yes. question is the stats. Yeah, uh, thank you very much about the, the cloud stuff. We also uh, see that the Institute has been getting a bit uh, busier with the, with the thanks to the cloud and thanks to the podcast and the weeklies. So it's really a lot of fun for us. The stats page has not come back yet. Um, it's good to know that at least some people seen it, <laughs> like used to go and see it. It's for people that didn't know. It's a it was, it's a page that show the amount of subscribers that the cloud has, and it's going to come back because the, we want to share that. Uh, Don especially, uh, he really wants to share and make it visible how many people are in the cloud how many we need for uh, the institute to keep going and make more open movies, more projects, more open projects, more training. More um, coming on this episodes. Coming on this episodes, <laughs> yep. Uh, or anything. I mean, it's going to be coming on. It can be anything else. Yeah. Or Glass Half, for example, that uh, those the kind of... The Adventures of Steve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how would you call it? Adventures? The Adventures of Steve. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or it could be something, something quack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to see more of the duck guy. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. Um, so, yeah, we want to bring it back. So eventually, um, as soon as we nail some other um, to-dos on the cloud, it's going to come back. Okie dokie. Uh, next question by Henry Hebesen. Um, hello, congrats for the trailer. Um I have a question about Attract and Flamenco. What are the plans about future development? I have some web dev skills and would like to develop an open source shot manager with reviewing tools, state of the current shot assignments, time estimation, direct connection to the render farm, everything you have in a shot manager. Are there any plans to develop something like that in the near future so I could join forces with you? Yes, this is for Francesco. This question would be yeah. great for maybe he can reply maybe next week. Yeah, next week he can reply this. But the short story, short answer would be yes. Actually, Caminandes three was planned not very well, of course, because we didn't use it. But was planned to use Attract. Um, in the, um, the Attract is this tracking software that uh, we've been using for the previous projects for uh, Cosmos. We used it. And for uh, Tears of Steel, we used the second version of it. And it's great. In fact, the software behind Attract is what powers the cloud right now. So we basically took, well, we, the, well, the Institute, but Francesco actually took uh, um, Attract and made it into the cloud. And then now, since they're compatible, it's easier to connect them. And we were planning to do it for, um, for Caminandes 3, but we couldn't. So it's planned for in uh, January, February to start doing something like that. We really want that. We want the blend files that we share, that we use for animating in, in, in the project itself, mm -hmm. to be tracked by a tract, uh, to be shared on the cloud, and to be rendered with Flamenco. Wow. So that would be like the, the, the dream, um, to have everything available for everybody to see that. So that's planned for... for oh, I didn't know. So the code he um, used made... Yeah, actually, at, at, a tract... Like now the cloud is using a software called Pillar. Like okay. that's uh, the basic. The, the Underneath the cloud is called Pillar. And part of Pillar was, uh, it used to be Attract. It was called Attract. But then it got confused. 
So he renamed everything and made Pillar its own. It's like the core, okay. like the, the this concept of nodes. Everything is a node, uh, can have tasks, can have a, mm -hmm. um, everything, basically. So this concept is Pillar, and the cloud is using it, and Attract will use it too. Okay. So yeah, that's totally planned, especially Flamenco, like sending stuff to render from within Attract and from the cloud. It's However, if this guy wants to help out, yes, get in touch. Because this is actually a big hole in the open source uh, toolkit. Is a good shot manager, and Francesco has been working on it for a while. But like, the more help, the merrier. Or in the yeah, yeah, especially it's best. Well, just try. Um, you can get Flamenco running. There is people running with Flamenco stuff, so maybe you can get that up and running yourself. Um, there is a bit of documentation, but if if you start installing it yourself and running it by yourself, then it shows that you really care because some a lot of people, I mean, not trying to discourage people, but a lot of people say, hey, I want to help. And then you spend more time trying to explain them how things work yeah. than uh, going and finger it by yourself. But it, already commenting and, ask, and asking about it is a great yes. uh, awesome. start. So yes, check it out. Okay. I think there is sorry. I think there is a blog post in uh, Cosmos Laundromat about the uh, attract and flamenco. Oh yeah, With, uh, I think uh, Francesco yeah. did a anyway. Sorry, a paper. Okay, next question. Um, by by Paul. Great seeing and hearing you guys talk about your work. Thanks for sharing the passion. There was a passing mention of publishing the encoding pipeline in a previous podcast. Any info on that? Yes. Uh, no, actually, no, there's no info because <laughs> Francesco did it. But it's something that um, we, I mean, you have to do all the time. And uh, you, Bjorn, you did it for Sintel. Yeah, you did. did it for Glass Half too, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Francesco did it for Caminande, for the trailer of Caminandes and previous uh, movies too. And it's uh, sometimes for, for granted, right? But it's actually. It's pretty annoying sometimes. Yeah. Um, especially like uh, for Sintel, it was using FFmpeg um, while it was in the middle of its troubles and oh. it was splitting to AVConv and all oh, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And trying to get help was really a little bit tricky. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a case of once you find good settings, you keep them. <laughs> but then unfortunately, the software might change in the future. So it's something that has to be kept up to date and... Yeah, or just keep the number of the version that you were using and just try to use that one. Yeah. I think Francesco has a, a few also like lines of script yeah. that he uses that would be great to share. Maybe this is something for the cloud. Or? I'm not sure, but it might. It is it in the SVN of last half. Oh. I meant to put it there. I can't say that for sure. I don't want to say for sure that it's there. Okay, but you no. could. It's easy. Just put the uh, the shell scripts that I used. Yeah, there, that would be great. Shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, it'll be in slash render actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I All mean, right. either way, we can just make a blog post about it. It's yeah. an interesting uh, question, and I think we should definitely yeah. share our uh, pipeline with people. It's not really that complicated. It's just co a couple of scripts, a couple of lines, and that's it. That's right. Yeah, but there's like very specific lines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So mind you, good. this will be Linux only. I'm not sure how easy it is oh. to get this stuff running on a Windows box, or I guess it'll probably work fine on a Mac. Yeah, maybe. well, for, for Checo, this is Mac, so maybe yeah. it works. Um, well, so, yeah. Have Mac and Linux. Mac, yeah, can yeah. show both. 
So we can, yeah, we definitely plan to uh, maybe share the scripts uh, and make a blog post. It's on the to-do list. <laughs> yes. But thanks for reminding it. Yes. Okay, next question by uh, Yogesh Patil. Hello, straight to question. Uh, please uh, do a tutorial on Blender Video Editor, like how you make uh, the final product, uh, for example, Caminandes trailer. Uh, well, it's not really a question, it's a request, <laughs> I um, think. Like, yeah, it's it's like, question, are you planning to? Are you planning? Yeah. yeah, I think the question uh, might be, are you planning to move a, Which to is do a, a Blender request. video yeah. editor tutorial? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a valid question. <laughs> it's yeah. a valid request. And it's a good, uh, we need to make content. Like the deal with uh, with Ton usually is like, okay, make a movie, but make documentation for the cloud, make tutorials. That's what people like. So. Yeah. It's a good topic for uh, for a tutorial, yeah, definitely. Might yeah. go well together with the uh, encoding pipeline stuff. Yeah, definitely. How to make, how how to put your stuff online. Yeah. How to <laughs> assemble <laughs> your movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. He's asking like if you can uh, record your screen while you are doing uh, um, the final edition for Caminandes. Yeah, basically. That I mean. It's yeah, but it's kind of something you do over the process yeah. of a few days. It's not really. A you don't do record, it. You yeah. do it. Like. Yeah. You don't sit down and edit the movie. I mean, we do that with the. I don't know with the weekly videos. We could do that with that because you record the video and then you edit it. Yeah. But a movie, it starts with an empty sequencer and then you add okay the first layout video or uh, image sequence and then another one and then you start editing. But it takes the whole project basically to do it. But I well, it's not live yet, but it's going to be when we release this video. It's a tutorial on Sintel by, uh, by Colin. It's not a tutorial, it's more of a walkthrough of the, the whole edit.blend, basically, where he shares um, how he set up the, the edit of the movie. And it's really interesting. And today I've been looking at it. It's five years old, but don't, it's, it's still valid, still the same. The sequencer hasn't changed. <laughs> So check that one out. It's called, um, I think it's an animatic edit or something like that. It's in Sintel slash tutorials. Also, are you going to mention the stuff you've been working on this week for the sequencer? Yeah, I briefly mentioned, but it's an add-on that it gives. I've been using this these days for editing the weekly of the Caminandes Weekly. I've been using KDN Live just because I wanted to try something new and it's Good, he has some things that Blender doesn't have, like thumbnails, <laughs> for example, so it makes editing a bit easier. But also, um, I found myself using channel-wide tools, like mute the whole channel, for example. And with that, with Blender, it wasn't, it's not possible, mm -hmm. basically. You need to select all the strips and then mute them by hand. So I did a, a channel manager kind of thing. Mm, cool. Um, with like, you can color the channels to because I like colors, actually. It's not that handy. I mean, you can just read <laughs> what channel nah, it is. but if you've nice. got a complicated edit, yeah. it yeah. will make things simpler. Yeah, I, I, so I find myself using it now more often. Like when you're zoomed in and you want to quickly see where you are, like if you're looking at the uh, the play blasts or the final renders or the low res renders. I've been sharing it on Twitter, but once it's done, I might put it in the cloud. Maybe it's a good chance for a add-ons library on the cloud or something mm, like that. Yeah. Um, of course, going to be open source too. So yeah, yeah, that would be nice. And I don't library. Yeah, cool. 
next question. There is still uh, yeah two people. So Mauricio Vega uh, says, "Hola Pablo, happy holidays. I have so, uh, I just have some questions. One, what are your thoughts about the Caminante series so far? Did you imagine it? Did you imagine it would it would uh, grow so big when you created Coro? Two, how did you get involved with web development? And three, when are you coming to Ecuador? Okay. <laughs> um, so the first one is, what are your thoughts about uh, the Caminante series so far? And did you imagine if it was uh, going to be so big when you created Coro? Um, no, well, so big. So big. Well, I mean, well, it's you huge. Have three it's no. huge. It's a trending <laughs> topic. Uh, no, I totally didn't imagine when I met Coro. It was just because I couldn't make something else. I was supposed to make tutorials for uh, for beginners for Blender, and I was so boring that in my free time I started making a character that I had in mind from traveling in Patagonia, where there's so many llamas and guanacos. Uh, this kind of uh, of Coro. Uh, crossing the road that it, it's very dangerous like you have you're going in your car and you have to be careful so oh, I make make a character and then I made this uh, this this llama stay there for months and then um, when we were making the trainings here we were doing the trainers at the end of 2013 yep. 12 12 12 2012 2012 yeah the end of 2012 we were uh, doing some training here at the Blender Institute together with Francesco and Bjorn. And uh, we had a extra a free week to, to work on, uh, on anything. So we decided to make a movie and hey, you have a, I have a character. And that's how it started uh, Caminandes itself. Mm. Um, we made this, this llama thing and then the name Caminandes came up. That was supposed to be the only first short and then hey, we could make another one. And this idea of making shorter movies because after working, well, what was before that? It was Tears of Steel. Yeah. 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 Before that was... Sintel. Sintel. Sintel, all right, jeez. Yeah, well. Huh. Well, yeah, these huge projects are so take so much time and money that why not making shorter stuff? So we did that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we did that animation uh, training week. Yes. And we, we had three people, uh, two of which, two of whom had never animated before. But we got them just to make a movie entirely in that week and got inspired by that. Like, just thought, this is totally different from how we've worked in the past. Just going, setting yourself a really short deadline and just saying, well, whatever we finish in this time, that's the movie. So yeah, yeah, that was, I the, remember. That was nice. part of the thing that got us into just making a movie. And we already had that character, Koro, so... We, so yeah, that was, and I had the environment also from a previous test, animation test that I've done. It was Blender Internal, so it was like super fast. Um, so yeah, the environment was ready for making a little funny movie. And once we did it, that we managed, we, we showed that we actually can make it. The second one was just a matter of like, okay, when is the Blender Institute empty for a few weeks that we can work on something? Where can we get the... The best artist out there. So we called uh, this guy Andy Goralchik. I don't know if you heard of him. Hello. <laughs> For the render, we got uh, Hialti. We flew him from uh, Iceland. Uh, we made it, uh, made him at Seagraph that year. 
Oh, hey, yeah? do you, you met Hjalti at Seagrove? Oh, yeah, yeah but I, I was already that. suggesting Hjalti for, yeah. for that, he, like, earlier, because I already knew him from... He was at the Blender conference at the Blender well, conference yeah. a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, he was at the times. conference, yeah, but... I, and we, we were both animation mentors, graduates, so we both... We were friends then, so I, I, I was suggesting Hjalti right from the start, like... Yeah. As soon, like, as soon as we were talking about it in episode two, we were singing, we, we have to get... We definitely have to get, yeah. So we were really lucky that it was... He got some uh, holidays from uh, work and mm. then managed to... Nice. Come here before the Blender conference, right? 2013. Yeah, and animate throughout the, the throughout entire the conference. conference. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. No sleep. <laughs> no Meanwhile, sleep. I got a job and I couldn't work on it. I had to go off and work on some crappy movie no one's never heard of. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so Hjalti lost sleep. <laughs> poor Hjalti. Yeah. But yeah, so that I think that, that was, was the question. Yeah, yeah I think uh, that was uh, the first part of the question. Two, how did you get involved with web development? Oh, because there was nobody else to do it, basically. And uh, <laughs> it's a good break from doing 3D stuff that is slow and uh, render times to just do. So that's how I started. Yeah, quick. basically. It's quicker. Yeah, it's quicker. quicker. I mean, if something crashes, it crashes immediately. <laughs> and, and the same for uh, testing stuff. I like the design part of it. Uh, and it's fun. So that's how I, I did it because there was basically uh, Francesco was doing some web stuff and he needed a UI. So hey, why not? But now cool. I'm hooked. <laughs> and when are you going to Ecuador? I don't know. Make an Ecuador Blender conference. There you go. Ecuador. I want to come too. Can I? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Can we all go? Yeah. Can yeah. We all interesting. Go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard good things about Ecuador. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's in the middle of. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, Mauricio Vega, let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Uh, maybe it's, well, Brazil has a Blender conference. Oh, yes. And I think in Venezuela, there's also something something going on. So maybe it's good to make them all around the same uh, time of the year. So Let's go, people let's go can... a Blender conference round trip. We just yes. Oh, like yeah. Blender world trip. We go to all the Blender conferences, tum, 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 tum. Latin yeah. America. Yay. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> because it would make it easier for people to fly, uh, like, Ton went to Brazil for one of them. Sebastian yeah. went there. Bassam was there, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, Daniel went to Brazil too. Daniel went. So yeah. <laughs> well, well, I actually I met uh, Daniel for the first time in Venezuela too. Oh, Daniel wow. Salazar Sancuro. Um, so, yeah, there is stuff going on down there. So, cool. Well, let's go to the last question uh, by Jesse. Hey, Pablo, uh, we are loving hey. Caminandes, appreciating all the work on the cloud you guys are doing. My question is a more general one about growing the Blender user base. I think we can all agree more user is better for everybody and Blender seems to be growing lately. What do you think is the best way to attract more users to Blender? Is it great art, good teaching, improved tools, helpful community? Thanks for your time. Wow. Uh, sorry, yeah, the it, questions are uh, like uh, target because I thought I was all by myself this this week. So I yeah. put in the blog post like, hey. Ask Pablo. Ask, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, Pablo. So, yeah. Pablo. So, Pablo. Pablo. But actually, yeah. No, no, but uh, please, I talked enough. <laughs> so uh, how to how that's, to grow the Blender user base? What do you uh, think, Sarah? What yeah, I think? let's all give it. Uh, yeah, that, well, that's a really good question, uh, I think, because, I mean, we do have this question every day. Uh, how do we make uh, more people uh, uh, for the cloud? Uh, I personally think that um, 
we need uh, more like I, I like if I was a user external uh, for me uh, it's more about the tools I would but that's totally personal I would be more interested in the cloud uh, if um, yeah, if Flamenco was finished, if yeah. uh, if Attract was finished, like all those tools, because for me it's more about those tools. Like uh, I think we would need more developers to do more tools to have really like stuff that we can. Because uh, I am personally less interested in tutorials, but that's me. Yeah, but I also. Yeah. Now that uh, actually that's planned for the cloud. Uh, mm. Actually, yeah. when we were thinking how to communicate what the cloud is about. The first, um, the first um, thing that came to our mind is that the, the cloud is the, your own studio. It should be your own studio. So if you need textures, we have the texture library. You need characters. You need um, to do uh, that like shot uh, manager or like uh, shot management, like uh, attract. Yeah. Yeah. So the cloud should be what we use at first to make our movies. Give the option to others to use it yeah. as well. So it's planned. But yeah, I think the the question was meant more general, like for Blender itself. You know, the three D package that we use every day. What is that? Ah, ah. it's the thingy with the with the eye. Yeah. Yeah. How three we, six? Yeah. How, you know, it's, it's true. I, yeah. I understood it more like for the cloud, but he's talking about the. It's for Blender. Yeah, about Blender. Yeah. If more more users are better. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's a true. questionable thing. More users it's in better. general. Well, I, mean, I, th I think what people well also look for on software is support, and that yeah. is not. It's out there, but it's not very obvious. Like, if I'm using Blender, would I run into problems and then not be able to, like, solve them? Yeah, I think that's. Uh, well, I, to, personally, I think the thing that's going to make Blender adopt get adopted in the industry more is more, is more interoperability so it'll fit into a pipeline that's already being planned at the moment to try to improve that stuff but in terms of the the user base of hobbyists and people just doing stuff at home um it's i think probably like a helpful community yeah. right, i'm just thinking back to when i got started and uh, i got on blender artists and started asking questions and that was actually what sold me on blender was that you could ask questions, get them answered. People in general are really friendly and helpful. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing. So, you know, just get uh, a good community really helps for, for people yeah. just working at home, just want to get into 3D and start making around. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? Yeah, no, no I t totally agree. It's the people that bring this whole thing together. It's the, uh, the, the people that program Blender, but also the uh, people on the forums that respond to questions. Uh, like when I started, there were really, really a few, only a few tutorials around. Um, and But the user base was really, really friendly. Like you could go on uh, IRC uh, in Blender chat <laughs> and uh, uh, and ask people, what, hey, what are you doing? Uh, how can I solve this uh, problem? And then go to Blender coders and ask them, hey, are you planning to do that? And sometimes uh, ask them <laughs> how to improve things. Uh, and uh, yeah. I think it's the, the people that make this a great program and uh, maybe also the documentation. Yeah, the We really have to improve the documentation. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. But good art, like all he, what he mentions here is valid. I mean, uh, yeah. good, art, good art always, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely, because uh, at like the beginning, uh, 
of Blender, there was not a lot of like really good stuff out there. So people would like yeah. associate that and, and think it because of the sort of software, but it's just because it was a yeah, early community. Yeah, and now the artwork for Blender is amazing. It's what growing, people do yeah. With it. yeah. And I think now, it's, yeah, yeah. And it's, there is crazy art now. It's related with that, but what Bjorn was saying of being able to fit Blender in a pipeline. So mm. if there is an, uh, this amazing artist that uses, I don't know, ZBrush and Maya and uh, whatever other software people use nowadays, if he could replace one of them with Blender, then suddenly you get Blender art because he posts in Blender related uh, mm. forums and galleries. That suddenly looks amazing, but it's not because of the tool. It's because the guy actually is really talented, but he managed yeah. to fit Blender in that, uh, that pipeline. I think that's, there is already good art, but if, if it there is good art now from I remember I used to like know most of the names in the in the Blender community like if there was an mm, artist I used yeah I know that people, guy yeah. I heard of him mm. now I don't know anybody <laughs> like, yeah all we're all so old <laughs> no, no there are so many great artists uh, it's uh, great every day you see uh, an awesome yeah. picture or an animation even there's much more animations than uh, there were five years ago yep and then next year, and the next year, it's it's gonna grow constantly. So, mm. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about the well. If I'm worried about anything, then it's the people getting less open, less friendly. Mm. But I'm sure that will also, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Think that we're it's not some something to worry about. No, I think it's, no, uh, I'm just a bit too negative. <laughs> <laughs> I think Blender is getting used uh, uh, more than we we think, even for big studios. But they're not allowed to say it. Yeah, they don't say. Yeah. Like, like I I know of a few that I'm I'm not going to mention, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I I know a few where it's getting used, and they just yeah. it's like they when you're when you're on a, a like a big budget job, you actually don't care about the price of software, and you're going to grab whatever tool works, and you know if it costs money, they they have budget for it. If it doesn't, it doesn't matter. So um, a lot of people do that. They'll not grab it. I mean, we already know about Sean Kennedy has been using yeah. it in his compositing jobs. And it's just because it works. And that's how professionals think. They'll just grab whatever tool works. And Blender is great for so many things. But the way it talks to other software right now still needs improvement. And it, it's on the roadmap. So hopefully that's going to change. And teaching also. He mentions here uh, uh, teaching. teaching. It's... I mean, this is a strategy that other software use. Like they go to the school, say, "Hey, yeah. uh, what do you think? We give you this bunch of licenses for free, blah blah yeah. blah." You, you know, get them they, while they're they young. Have, huh? Young blood. <laughs> yeah, get them while exactly. They're... Like the yeah. youngs are the future, and so yeah, that's uh, like uh, if uh, more schools would teach Blender, then uh, that would definitely have a consequence in the Blender user base. Yeah. Yeah. So That's, the Blender 101. Yeah, Blender 101. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was it for the questions. That's it. Nice. Wow. How long it's been? Uh, Do you know? 45 minutes. It's oh. pretty neat. Yeah. Hmm. We're getting good at this. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, well, yes. yes. Happy New Year. Oh, oh yes. Look yeah. <laughs> at New Year. <laughs> Uh, feliz Año Nuevo. Frohes Neues Jahr. Bonne Année. And in Australian? 
<laughs> awesome so that's it for this week uh, see you next week uh, with the rest of the team here hopefully they, they yeah. come back they don't they don't leave us all alone thank you uh, for listening thank you for listening and yeah. uh, we leave you with uh, Hjalti Hermerson you've been listening to the Blender Institute podcast brought to you by the Blender Cloud is your llama too fluffy and cute give it a low rest shave on the cloud go to cloud.blender.org